0: Introducing Batiste Sweat Activated and Touch Activated Dry Shampoo. With breakthrough technology that absorbs oil and releases bursts of fragrance whenever you sweat or touch your hair for up to 24 hours, it's the ultimate hair care for girls on the go. Try the newest dry shampoo that's activated by you. Batiste, the future of hair care is here. Buy Batiste Dry Shampoo online or in store at your nearest retailer.
1: Hello and welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The Eric Erickson show across the nation from my flagship studio, WSB in Atlanta, Georgia. Glad to have you with me. I guess should say flagship station because I'm not in the studio. Shh. I'm going to play golf in a little while. First, I got to go to the gym Ugh. in any event. Oh my gosh. I've been waiting to get to this hour. You know, they say sometimes radio you do three hours ready. You get to the third hour and it's kind of the throwaway hour. No, no, not here. Oh, I've been waiting to get here. I have given this segment of the show. So you should know in the way my podcast works, we break up each hour of the show for the podcast. We, we've tried it both ways, the full show or the breakup. And we, we go with each hour and each hour has a title, the, the, the main thing of the hour. I have entitled this hour of the program. Fang Fang did the bang bang with Swalwell, but Ginny Thomas. (laughs) I mean, here's the thing. Uh, Ginny Thomas is the wife of Clarence Thomas, the Supreme Court justice, who has now been released from the hospital. And Ginny Thomas, her text messages to Mark Meadows, then the White House chief of staff, uh, have been obtained by the January 6th committee and been released publicly, and they are bad. Ginny Thomas, the wife of a sitting Supreme Court Justice, asked the White House Chief of Staff to elevate Sidney Powell's Kraken theory of the stolen election and uh, subvert the election of the President of the United States because Ginny Thomas believed the election was stolen. I know a lot of people believe the election was stolen. I know very few people who take the Sidney Powell Kraken lawsuit seriously. Now, there were a lot of people at the time around January 6th who did uh, based on her claims. But once they've been aired out, even Sidney Powell's legal team has largely rejected Sidney Powell's theory of the case. Part of Sidney Powell's Kraken lawsuit was a belief that, that the electronic voting machines uh, were being controlled by Hugo Chavez's zombie ghost and the Iranians and some Italians to throw the lawsuit or throw the election of Donald Trump to Joe Biden. It, it, it's not true. It, it's crackpot theory. And Sidney Powell is being sued for a bajillion dollars and will probably uh, be disbarred and go bankrupt. And she deserves all of it. She lied and, and abused the trust of a lot of people, including, it appears, Ginny Thomas. Um, I, I don't know why the, the olds don't use Signal or some other app that's more secure than your standard SMS text messaging, at least if you use iMessage. Uh, And you don't do the backups, the iCloud backups. Your messages are secure and you can get rid of them and and the government can't get them. But, oh, the government got Ginny Thomas's and they're not good. They're not defensible. There's no reason to defend Ginny Thomas's text messages. But, not going to defend her text messages, but. If we're going to focus on the wife of a Supreme Court justice. Maybe the media should spend a little more time on Hunter Biden's emails about his dad. Because occasionally it comes up and it turns out there is a grand jury looking at Hunter Biden. But Hunter Biden had specific emails about uh, the requirement from his father to give his father kickbacks. And what some members of the media still want to say is, well, you know, those could be Russian plants. Those those could actually be Russian disinformation. Everything else may be true, but no, no, that, that, that's nonsense joe biden has been a public servant his entire life and yet joe biden has the net worth of someone who looks like uh he must have made it big in the private sector because joe biden has a very high net worth for a man who has lived in the public sector and whose wife is a school teacher how did that happen how did joe biden become a very wealthy man if he's been in i mean he's been in the senate for what 50 years i know what a senator makes it's public record how does joe biden's net worth the way it is when he works there and his wife works at like public Votech schools or or technical colleges or what have you community colleges i i know what the average salary of a community college teacher is i'm sorry with a doctorate she's got a doctorate did you know that his wife is dr jill biden we have it in the record in printed form that Hunter Biden was using his Ukraine and Chinese contacts in sending money back to dad for the use of his name. And the media wants to talk about Ginny Thomas. What's worse, a wife of a justice of the Supreme court unsuccessfully, Tried to get the president of the United States and his chief of staff to believe a crank lawyer who's now being sued over the election, or the son of the sitting president used the sitting president's name and got financial kickbacks and directed some of the funds to the president of the United States who now is president of the United States at the time was vice president of the United States and was steering governmental policy in China and Ukraine as vice president. And now as president, really what's worse. Oh, January 6th, January 6th. You mean it was unsuccessful, but Hunter Biden was very successful getting money from foreign entities and redirecting that money to his father, Joe Biden, is a wealthy man, and he is wealthy because of private sector business experience of which Joe Biden was never in the private sector. So how did it happen? There had to be a way, and Hunter Biden's emails seemed to dictate that way. People in the media want to give Joe Biden a pass. They feel sorry for him because Beau died and Hunter's a failure. Sounds like Joe was working the Hunter Biden system don't have to defend Ginny Thomas. But there's been an ordinate amount of attacks on Ginny Thomas in the past year from media outlets like The New Yorker and The New York Times and The Washington Post even before these emails came out, and they were patently refusing to ever talk about Hunter Biden. What about Dianne Feinstein? Dianne Feinstein's husband has had a number of business deals in China. She herself had Chinese spies working on her um, Senate staff, including, I think, her driver. Seems like her, her... family has profited from business dealings that she has profited from during her time in the Senate, or Nancy Pelosi's husband, the amount of times Nancy Pelosi's husband, uh, seemingly has made, uh, stock trades that suggest, uh, he had knowledge that the rest of us did not have Nancy Pelosi became a very wealthy person because of it. And then there's Eric Swalwell on the Intelligence Committee, who had some sort of relationship with Fang Fang, the Chinese spy. Now, uh, Swalwell was not on the Intelligence Committee, contrary to popular belief, he was not on the Intelligence Committee at the time, but the man clearly lacked some discernment and yet is now on the Intelligence Committee. And the Democrats, they don't wanna get him off the Intelligence Committee. Uh, Fang Fang might've done the bang bang with Swalwell and the Democrats are perfectly fine with him being on the Intelligence Committee for the United States House of Representatives. How does this work exactly? You want to talk about conflicts of interest? No, they don't actually want to talk about conflicts of interest. The media does not want to talk about conflicts of interest. They want to attack a man on the Supreme Court because of what his wife's text messages said, but they do not want to ever question a sitting member of the United States House of Representatives on the Intelligence Committee who showed such bad form that he was hanging out with a Chinese spy. And they don't want to talk about Nancy Pelosi's husband's stock deals. Oh, well, The speaker supports prohibiting stock trades in Congress. She actually doesn't, but they don't want to actually investigate it. They don't want to investigate what she knew, what her husband knew, what what the deals were or or her family, the rest of her family. It's not just the husband. I I believe the other family members as well. They wanted to attack Kelly Leffler when she was in the U.S. Senate for supposed insider trading, but they don't want to go after the Democrats. They don't want to question the Democrats on this. And they do not want to question Joe Biden or Hunter Biden. There's no reason to contort yourself to defend Ginny Thomas, but I think it's worth pointing out that, yes, they want to go after her, and they never, ever, ever, ever want to go after the Democrats. They do not want to implicate the Democrats in anything. They always want to protect the Democrats. Where's the New Yorker story on the Pelosi family business dealings? Where's the New Yorker story on Hunter Biden's uh, emails that suggest he was giving his dad a kickback? Where are the attacks from uh, Jane Mayer on the Democrat insider trading? You never see that stuff. The, The Koch brothers aren't involved, so she doesn't care. She can't twist it to make it look bad. And you know what? You don't have to twist it to make it look bad. It's bad on the surface. Hunter Biden's emails and what he says, they're bad for his father. This week, Democrats are taking the position that to merely ask tough questions of a black nominee for the United States Supreme Court is racist. But they also think you need to impeach the only black man on the United States Supreme Court because of what someone else did. That someone was his wife, to be fair. But he didn't do it. He's not involved. He's not mentioned. He's not implicated. Yet we got the spouses of members of Congress engaged in shady dealings, and they happen to be Democrats. So, shh, let's not talk about that. We got the son of the President of the United States engaged in shady business dealings with emails documenting paying his father parts of the money and shh let's not talk about that but Ginny thomas they want to talk about that the bias is not in how something is covered as much as the bias is in what is covered and you're going to hear a lot about Ginny thomas she should not have done what she did she got deluded by the nutters. She got convinced by the Sidney Powell lawsuit that we'll probably wind up getting Powell disbarred. But she is not her husband. And it is remarkable how the left and feminists all the time want us to know that, that, that wives are not responsible for their husbands. Partners are not responsible for each other. Apparently, Clarence Thomas is. You're not allowed to make anyone responsible for the actions of others unless it can help advance the left's agenda. Now, the problem here is these Ginny Thomas emails Uh, They certainly make the January 6th committee, which was floundering, they certainly make it relevant again. They make it juicy for the media, and the media certainly wants to cover it because, remember, the media is desperate to tie January 6th to the Republicans at large. It's about the only thing they have to try to suppress the Republican vote and amplify the Democratic vote in November. So they're going to treat it with gusto. They're going to spend a lot of time. But I want you to note as they cover this how much they're ignoring and refuse to cover about Hunter Biden, Eric Swalwell, Nancy Pelosi – family, Diane Feinstein's family, and all the others. Those are relevant stories, are they not? They're big stories, are they not? Those are people actually in power. Ginny Thomas is not. And there's nothing to suggest her husband knew or was involved. But hey, when you can trash a conservative on the Supreme Court, and try to get him to start abstaining uh, and, and backing away from being involved in decisions and raising supposed conflicts of interest when they never want to raise conflicts of interest about Democrats. I, I, I guess that's what the media does because they're all in the Democratic tank. There are a lot of people out there today. what about Jenny Thomas? you got to talk about Jenny Thomas. I've talked about Jenny Thomas. I won't defend it. It was bad and she should apologize but i would note for all of you who who demand that that you do not want to talk about hunter biden or the emails implicating his father you do not want to talk about nancy pelosi and her family and their shady business deals you you don't want to talk about diane feinstein you don't want to talk about any of the democrats you want it your way all the time and never allow anyone to ask questions about hunter biden and his emails and the direct implications of his father because you're not the high-minded person you think you are you are the partisan hack trying to protect the president of the United States from the clear implications of his son's emails that his father was benefiting from the son's shady business dealings. How does Joe Biden become a very wealthy man when his wife's a community school teacher and he is a public servant for 50 years? How does he become as wealthy as he is? Hunter Biden's emails might give us the clue, but you'd prefer to talk about Jenny Thomas so you can avoid that painful discussion. Welcome back. Let us go to the phones. Uh, I want to go to Sarah next. You're going to be up on the Eric Erickson show. Welcome, Sarah. How are you? Hey, Eric. How are you? Great. What's going on?
0: Well, I wanted to call because I've spoken to you before about the board of education meetings in Cherokee County in Georgia. Mm -hmm. Um, And the last meeting that we had, we had a mom stand up and read an excerpt of a book that is in our libraries. She tried to email this excerpt to the board members. However, all of her emails were bounced back because they, according to the algorithm for the email, were considered um, inappropriate. So <laughs> she decided that she would go to the board meeting and read it to them. When she did, she got into maybe you know a couple sentences which to um, any of the listeners basically sounded like a chapter from Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, dear. Um, She's reading this, and she gets interrupted by one of the board members who says, excuse me, this is being um, live streamed, and there are children who might be listening to this online, and this is highly inappropriate. And the mom then says, "That's exactly what I'm saying. You're concerned that it's inappropriate to children who might be listening, but yet it's in the library for thousands of our children to read." So after that, it got sent to a number of news outlets. It's been on Dan Bongino. It's not been on Fox News. Um, I tried to send it to you earlier, but it, for whatever reason, it didn't get out to you. But um, it's just—I want my point is that if your head has been in the sand about transparency and curriculum, it is now time to take a look around and realize that it's not just happening in Cherokee County, Georgia. This oh, yeah. is happening. It's- like all your over the country. Said, all
1: over. Yeah, it's, yes. it's absurd. And there are so many teachers out there. There are good teachers who are opposed to it, but the most vocal ones, they're the supporters of it. Sarah, thank you for, for bringing that to my attention. Um, it, it It's absurd what's happening within the school systems, and parents are waking up to it now that they've had to listen to their kids on Zoom calls for the past year. And the parents are furious. And what's so amazing are the teachers' unions – Trying to blame the parents. Uh, In fact, there's some amazing polling out of Florida you should hear about. Hi there. It is Eric Erickson here. I hope you guys are planning a great weekend. The phone number is 877-973-7425. I got to go to the gym. And then I'm going to go hit golf balls. Be thoroughly exhausted by the time I get out there. But the weather looks great. Now, I was gone yesterday. Because I had to take my daughter to see a college. I don't know how it got to that point that I'm old enough to have a kid who wanted to go check a college. And she's still a couple years away. She's only a sophomore. But had to go check out the college. Went to Georgia Tech. I just uh I I, I I'm I'm still chuckling about the kid who went with his older brother. The older brother wants to go to tech. The younger brother showed up in a UGA hoodie and UGA socks the admissions counselor who spoke was not thrilled <laughs> but nonetheless we went um what i just thought was interesting is all the 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 diversity signage throughout the place um one place had a sign that said queer safe space another um had uh one of the business cards had their pronouns just the, the whole thing was just odd to me we live in a we live in a weird world now, where so much of the nonsense matters more and more. Home Depot, the major company, the hardware store, headquartered in Georgia, is embracing the nonsense. Home Depot is getting its employees to go through woke diversity training. And they've released a packet that was uncovered and put on the internet, uh, entitled unpacking privilege. You get it. Uh, ha Uh, the, the, the hardware store and, and shipping crate, uh, euphemisms used unpacking privilege privilege, a special benefit or advantage that may be earned or unearned note. A person may or may not be aware that they are benefiting from privilege. Social privilege, special unearned advantage or entitlement used to one's own benefit or to the detriment of others. These groups can be advantaged based on social class, age, disability, ethnic or racial category, gender, gender identity, sexual orientation, and religion. And then they separated out white privilege. Societal privileges that benefit white people beyond what is commonly experienced by people of color under the same social, political, and economic circumstances. Now, this is what privilege looks like according to the Home Depot. If you're confident the police exist to protect you, you have white privilege. Weird how I've got black friends who believe the police are there to protect them and they want them in their community and not defunded. and apparently these black friends of mine have white privilege. If while growing up, college was an expectation of you, not a dream, you have class privilege. If you can expect time off from work to celebrate your religious holidays, you have Christian privilege. Funny, coming from an organization uh, run by a group of Jewish men, if you use public bathrooms without stairs, fear, or anxiety, you have cisgender privilege. If you don't have to worry about how to get into a store, you have able-bodied privilege. If you don't have to explain that your spouse is of the same gender, you have heterosexual privilege. If you don't have to think about it, it's a privilege. Now check your privilege, bigot racism equals racial prejudice plus power. Now, I need you to pay attention to this one. This one is important here, racial prejudice plus power. Prejudice, discrimination, or antagonism directed against a person or people because of their membership of a particular racial or ethnic group, typically one that is minority or marginalized. Racial prejudice, a set of discriminatory or derogatory attitudes based on assumptions coming from perceptions about race or skin color. Power, the authority granted through social structures and conventions, as well as the access to means of communication and resources. What this is trying to do here is try to claim that non-white people can't be racist. This is what Home Depot is teaching its employees. And then they have an entire guide. On thinking about your white privilege and why it's uncomfortable, it's just um, mind-boggling. This is on display in a lunchroom, among other things. Um, One of the graphics that they use is a little calendar, and the calendar says 25 and has a cross on it. And says, if you can expect time off from work to celebrate your religious holidays, you have Christian privilege. So Home Depot targeting the Christians here. Y'all, here's the problem with this stuff. Um, And none of this stuff, so let's just, let's look at the perversion of it. A USA Today reporter claims that scientists cannot agree on what it means to be a woman. But yet we're supposed to take the studies of privilege at face value. In other words, society can no longer agree on what it means to be a woman, but we're supposed to all agree on what social and white privilege are. And typically, what these things are, and this is the most important thing you need to pay attention to, what the left defines as privilege is the way a lot of things are supposed to be in an ordered, structured society. And they now pejoratively label those things privilege so the people who did not have those things think that they are somehow um, outside of privilege, that they're the normies and everybody else is privileged or that somehow... Uh, they can't blame anything in their society or their family or their upbringing that the other people, they, they just got something special. If you can use the public bathroom without stares, fear, and anxiety, well, you've got privilege. No, you're a normal human being going to the right bathroom. It's not a matter of privilege that you, a man, go to the man's bathroom to pee. It's about being a man. And this goes beyond what Home Depot is trying to indoctrinate his employees on. And by the way, let's be honest here. People go to these sorts of indoctrination camps uh, done in, in places like Home Depot. And the whole reason they're there is you typically have a human resources department that has to manufacture reasons to exist and then pay money to friends from college to come in and teach these workshops. So that they too have a level of income. It's a grand shakedown scheme by the the, um, gender studies and and, uh, privilege studies departments at academia where those kids are never going to get a real job in the private sector unless they can find a way to profit off of grievance. They either get a women and gender studies degree or an African-American studies degree in a college, and then they become college educators, or they go off into the private sectors, join a human resources department, and shake down the corporation and make everybody scared to exist. And they wear very comfortable shoes, particularly the feminists. What they're doing is they're trying to make you feel bad about the way you grew up and tell you that you had it better than everybody else because your parents did the right thing. If your parents stayed together, stuck it out, maybe they wanted to get a divorce, but they decided it was better for you if they stayed together. Well, that was your privilege as opposed to It's better that kids are raised in a two-parent household. College degrees give kids a leg up in life on income earning. They don't necessarily have to, but they do. This This is a problem that we have in our society at this time where the left wants to devalue and degrade the normal things of life and elevate the things that are not necessarily the normal things of life so that the people who grew up the way perhaps you should grow up, they're now considered the bad ones. Gertrude Himmelfarb was a philosopher. And let me read you a quote of hers. What was once stigmatized as deviant behavior is now tolerated and even sanctioned. What was once regarded as abnormal has been normalized. As deviance is normalized, so what was once normal becomes deviant. The kind of family that has been regarded for centuries as natural and moral, the bourgeois family as it is invidiously called, is now seen as pathological. That's what's going on here with the progressive left in postmodernism. The natural family of two parents raising their children, maybe with extended family around, is now pathological. You're now privileged if you had that. And you need to understand you're privileged because not everybody else had that. Well, your problem is not that you're privileged. is that the other people didn't grow up the way the order of society is designed for them to grow up. The democracy of the dead weighed in. God himself shaped it, and they didn't get it. And somehow the problem is on you. Not them. And this doesn't mean they're bad people. It means they didn't get what you got. They didn't get a socially structured, stable family. But somehow you're the bad guy because you did. This is what Home Depot wants its employees to know. Home Depot wants its employees to know if, if – you ever, now, every Home Depot employee gets off on Christmas. Home Depot hasn't gotten rid of that, but they want the employees who expect to be off for Christmas to feel bad about themselves. Well, every single employee at Home Depot – Home Depot is not open on Christmas Day, and yet somehow it's Christian privilege that they're not. Well, I guess everybody needs to thank the Christians then that you all all get to take advantage of their privilege. What about the Jewish employees who want off for their holidays. Do they have Jewish privilege? You notice the Home Depot language doesn't do that. It doesn't say it, doesn't go there. These sorts of things, these diversity, equity, and inclusion programs, all they do is they foster division so that uh the wokes in the human resources department have a job to figure out the squabbling within the company that comes from teaching some of their employees they're victims or don't have privilege and other employees are oppressive i remember when i was in law school i had to go through a diversity training not a single person in the diversity training setup took it seriously not a single one everybody laughed about it i mean Even the liberals in the class laughed about it. Nobody wanted to participate in it. And yet, uh, the the setup today is that if you go work for a Fortune 500 company, you're gonna be forced to go to a diversity, equity, and inclusion program that's going to tell half the people there they're somehow racist and don't even know it. And then those people are expected to go work with everybody else and say, hey, racist, you aware of your racism now? Just hardworking Americans who decided to go work for that company and the company rewards them by telling them they're bad. Is it an even wonder, any wonder at all, that our society is as divided as it is today? It's divided because the very people who go into these sorts of jobs that are supposed to make companies work smoothly have a vested financial interest in sowing division within the companies. They couldn't get a job otherwise. You want to go to school and get a gender studies degree or a um, Latino or African American or queer theory studies degree? Go for it. And then you're going to want to monetize it. We could go shake down corporate America unless you're going to be a PhD teacher teaching other kids a sense of grievance because you're not going to get a job with those degrees. Uh, Colleges would be wise to get rid of them instead of feeding the grievances. Now, you need to feed your air into the Eden Pure Thunderstorm and clean the air in your house. The Eden Pure Thunderstorm, it eliminates odors. It eliminates odors. It gets rid of the mildew, the mold, the bacteria, the pollen floating in the air of your home. And you can get three of them for less than $200. They're highly portable. I keep one in my suitcase when I travel. uh, it's, It's not much bigger than my hand. I can plug it into the wall when I get to a stinky hotel room or in a rental car even and clean up the air. What you do is you go to EdenPureDeals.com, EdenPureDeals.com. You'll be greeted with a discount code box, and you put in ERIC, E-R-I-C-K, the number three. No space, just ERIC three. Don't write out three. It's the number, ERIC three. And you'll be directed into the Eden Pure Thunderstorm page where you get three of them in a three-pack. You get three of them for less than $200. You get all three of them for less than $200. you are actually saving $200, and you get free shipping. And it's filterless, so you don't have to get a filter subscription. It's EdenPureDeals.com, and the discount code is ERIC3. Hello there. I just want you to know I just got an email from someone at Home Depot uh, who says, uh, I work for Home Depot and have for 20 years. The material actually came from our Canadian division. Uh, It wasn't part of required company-wide training. Uh, all right. There's a market watch. Yep. So it's the, why are the Canadians are warning about this? You got Canadians at home Depot. My goodness gracious. <laughs> that makes it actually even funnier now. It's the Canadians. It's the woke Canadians. Um, telling people about racial privilege in Canada. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, we, we, we have polluted Canada now with this nonsense. So um, not Home Depot United States, Home Depot Canada. Uh, and and I am assured by this Home Depot employee it's not required company wide training. Well, thank goodness for that. The Canadian Home Depoters are going woke. I mean, what what, 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 what what what's diversity training in Canada? I mean that 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 country is like an overwhelmingly I guess it's between the French and the English in, in Canada, because it's like the 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 whitest country on planet earth outside of Sweden. Um, Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. Come on. Um, But thank you to uh, for this clarification. Um, It's just it's bizarre, though, that this is infecting uh, even Canada now Home Depot employees in Canada. I just man, I remember my my um, diversity training in law school. And it was so not taken seriously by anyone in the class. That the person who was paid a lot of money to come do it had to complain to the administration that none of us were taking it seriously. And, you know, at the time, the administration didn't like it that we weren't taking it seriously. But at the same time, basically said there's nothing they can do. We were required to take it. We weren't required to, like, change our habits and ways. And this is what goes on across the country. I don't really know anyone who goes into a diversity, equity, inclusion seminar and comes out on the other side changed. All it is is a shakedown of corporate money. And by the way, it, it's the corporate, the, the C-suite, you know what the C-suite is. It's the CEO, the CFO, the COO, the C CTO, all of them, the C-suite. Um, it allows the C-suite people to um, absolve themselves of any sort of issues as well. We had the DEI training. It's not us. The employees are bad. We got racists among us. We need to root them out. It's such a scam. If you've never had to sit through one of these things, you can thank your lucky stars. You know, I did years ago have to go through one of these and I got in trouble. This is doing local radio then. And they sent me an email link and I had to go through this sort of stuff. So I did it live on the radio. And let the audience participate in which answers I should choose. It did not go over well. But I took it. It's what they wanted me to do. They didn't say I couldn't broadcast it over radio and do it live with the audience. So I did. It was comedy gold. But my goodness, some people really got upset that I did that. Um, I'd do it again in a heartbeat, too because it's that sort of nonsensical stuff that they put us all through. You should all be subjected to know what corporations put you through so corporations can check a box on behalf of the wokes so those gender studies kids can get a good job outside of colleges. It's 2022. Things are still crazy. Yeah, things haven't settled down. And now you got the Federal Reserve and interest rates, you got the economy, you got inflation. A lot of banks won't even return your phone call. Let's say you're a small business and you need a loan for $750,000 or higher. You see an opportunity where banks, they don't even want to see you. You want to buy a building? You want to build a building? Reach out to the Frost family at First Liberty Building and Loan. They've been helping small businesses become big businesses since the 1990s. They want to help you if they can. So spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a good fit for them and they're a good fit for you.